Today in Security from Wired. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off US versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous US China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Security from Wired. The flight tracker that powered at Elon Jet just took a left turn. ADSB Exchange, beloved for resisting censorship, was sold to a company owned by private equity, and now even its biggest fans are bailing. By Justin Ling. A major independent flight tracking program, which has made enemies of the Saudi royal family and Elon Musk, has been sold to a subsidiary of a private equity firm, and its users are furious. ADSB Exchange has made headlines in recent months for, as AFP put it, irking billionaires and baddies. But in a recent morning press release, aviation intelligence firm JetNet announced it had acquired the scrappy open-source operation for an undisclosed sum. JetNet mostly provides intelligence for the aviation industry and was itself acquired by private equity firm Silversmith Capital Partners last year. According to a company press release, the acquisition is the second of what the company anticipates will be several future acquisitions as JetNet expands its data-driven product offerings for the aviation industry. The deal wasn't exactly welcomed by the user base that makes up ADBSB Exchange. I don't see a long future for ADSBX under a PE, private equity firm, one user wrote on ADSB Exchange's Discord server. And definitely not the information for all we show all the data service it is today. The paycheck was bigger than the vision. Wouldn't surprise me if it becomes censored because it's owned by a PE, another user chimed in. ADSB Exchange, like bigger competitors, FlightRadar24 and FlightAware, allows users armed with the aircraft registration details to follow planes, path flights, and access historical travel data. That data, as Wired reported last month, is enormously helpful for plane spotters, open-source investigators, and aviation regulators. What separates ADSB Exchange from the other, more established operations is where it sources its data. FlightAware and FlightRadar24 have a dedicated team of volunteer and amateur data collectors, or feeders, but they also rely heavily on government feeds, including from the U.S. Federal Aviation Authority, or FAA. ADSB Exchange, on the other hand, is entirely user-supported. Across the globe, volunteers set up receivers, which can be built or bought for relatively cheap, designed to receive real-time data from planes in mid-flight. They in turn feed that data into ADSB Exchange's software, which compiles the thousands of inputs and displays a real-time map of all the world's in-transit flights. 
The standard the exchange relies on, Automatic Dependent Surveillance Broadcast, or ADSB, is becoming increasingly ubiquitous and is mandated by the FAA. It's that standard that has made ADSB Exchange so reviled by Musk and the Sauds. Plane owners who wish to hide their flight paths from the general public can submit a request to the FAA, which can require that downstream users of their feeds, like FlightRadar24 and FlightAware, suppress that information. Because ADSB is transmitted without encryption, directly from the planes themselves, that kind of censorship isn't possible. ADSB Exchange's administrators pride themselves on never hiding flight data. James Stanford, one of ADSB Exchange's senior administrators, told Wired their website has been used to track gold smugglers and kidnappers, and it has been threatened by billionaires and warlords who aren't keen on having their private jets tracked. We had a big fist fight with China recently. They went and banned a bunch of receivers, Stanford says. Beijing went so far as to accuse ADSB Exchange of espionage over its role in tracking Chinese jets in Taiwanese airspace. There's countries we can't go to anymore, Stanford says of himself and a core team of administrators. In recent years, the Saudi government has tried to push international aviation regulators to forbid or prevent the public dissemination of ADSB data, though that proposal hasn't gone far. Musk, on the other hand, has threatened legal action against those sharing the location of his private jet. Stanford says their position has always been to oppose any censorship, regardless of the reason. How do you make that decision, that one person is good and one person is bad, he says. Being independent and decentralized has come with significant advantages. Stanford says they have been contacted by law enforcement and the U.S. military to provide surveillance where there have been gaps in the government-owned systems. In Arizona, there's been accidents where we've had better data than the FAA, he says. As hosting and server costs mounted into the tens of thousands of dollars, ADSB Exchange moved to commercialize to cover its costs. While it is free to use, the website sells ads and offers paid access to its full suite of data for flight enthusiasts and commercial clients. It was getting so big and expensive we had to commercialize it somehow, Stanford says. Even then, he adds, ADSB Exchange is a fraction of the price of its competitors. Revenue has increased significantly in recent years, Stanford says. Our plan was to run it until we can quit our full-time jobs and run it into retirement. But as revenue has shot up, ADSB Exchange has had a core organizational problem. It's owned by one person, he says. Last month, as the site was getting headlines for being banned from Twitter, rumors swirled that Dan Strufert, the site's founder and sole owner, was planning to sell the website to JetNet. It led to anxiety among the administrators who were being left out of the discussions. My fear has always been that someone comes in and destroys everything we've built, Stanford says. Stanford told Wired in December that if a deal went through, ADSB Exchange's users would revolt. And on the morning the press release went out, he led the mutiny. Shortly after the deal became public, Strufert was removed from the Discord as the site's users contemplated their next move. ADSBExchange.com is done, Stanford wrote to his fellow users, before posting instructions on how to unplug from the website's network. Many followed those instructions, with some flipping over to some smaller alternatives like airframes. We were 11,000 feeders, now we're at 9,500 in the span of a few hours, Stanford says. Today is a sad day. Jack Sweeney, who ran the at Elon Jet Twitter account that earned him legal threats from Musk himself, wrote on Mastodon following the acquisition announcement. His efforts to track an array of private jets, including that of the Tesla and Twitter CEO, relied on ADSB Exchange. 
If you feed ADSB Exchange, we encourage you to stop feeding. ADSB Exchange was founded on the principles of hobbyists' community, not-for-profit PE firms. In a statement to Wired, Derek Swaim, JetNet's CEO, said ADSB Exchange's users shouldn't expect much of a change. At present, we have no intentions of changing the core way ADSB Exchange does business, Swaim says. JetNet is excited to offer its resources to Dan Strufert and ADSB Exchange to grow the receiver company, extend coverage, provide customers with the same data and solutions it does today, and accelerate ADSB Exchange's growth. Asked specifically whether JetNet would make the website exclusive to subscribers or whether it would begin blocking the tracking numbers of private aircraft on request, Swaim says no, but users are far from convinced. PEs don't just hand out $20 million checks out of charity. They usually want a return, one user wrote. ADSB Exchange may have seen its revenue shoot up, but Stanford says recouping a significant investment, he says JetNet's opening offers was seven figures, but that he estimates the final deal went down for around $20 million, could take a decade. A quicker route to profit would be to raise prices, make some data available only to paying subscribers, and to charge plane owners to hide information about their aircraft. These are all tactics that have made PlaneAware and FlightRadar24 successful. FlightRadar, FlightAware win, Elon wins, Stanford says. All these guys who are out to get us win. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at wired.com security. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.